0: Why is a vital, daily relationship with Jesus Christ key to our spiritual growth? Jesus said, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Navigators Community Ministry, and I'm so happy you've joined us today. Our Lord wants to spend time with us, just like a a branch is totally dependent on the vine for nourishment and power, so we are totally dependent on Him for this as well. But what does that look like on a practical basis? I recently had the opportunity to sit down with five men whom I highly respect and who have a vibrant personal walk with the Lord. These men are in different phases of life, all the way from someone in their late 20s to someone in their early 70s. I think you'll really enjoy their different perspectives. During this first podcast of four, several of the participants mentioned some resources they use in their devotional time, and I've included links for these resources in the show notes. Let's listen in as we learn about developing that vitally important daily walk with our Lord. We start by having each person briefly introduce themselves.
1: Hello, my name is Norman Joseph, and I live in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. <clears throat> I'm in my early 70s and retired, and glad to be here today and hope I can add something.
2: I'm Art Sauter. I live in Great Bend, Kansas. I'm just really fortunate that I was led to Christ when I was in my early 20s, and discipled by an empty.
3: My name is Chris Majors. Uh, I'm 48 years old and a father, husband, and dentist, and um, I'm very happy that we can take time to spur one another on, on what it looks like to have a quiet time.
4: Uh, My name is John Anderson. I'm exactly 30 years old. I'm the director for the Navigator Ministry at Wichita State University. I'm a husband and a father of two young kids.
5: My name is uh, Ryan Henderson. I just uh, had my 38th birthday just a few weeks ago. Uh, Father of four, and I work uh, employed at a local chemical plant here, and uh, I'm excited about being able to talk about how we can get God's Word in our life.
0: And my name is David Dennis, and I'm in my late 60s. I'm kind of a semi-retired physician, and I really appreciate each of you guys uh, spending a few moments to share with us your thoughts Today we want to talk about the whole idea of a quiet time. Uh, Some people would call it personal devotional time, or just the whole idea of uh, developing the inner life, the inner walk with our Lord. And so as we begin, uh, we'll just open it up to anybody who wants to offer an answer to this question. But when I say the word uh, quiet time, what would be a phrase or a short sentence that comes to mind when I say those words?
2: For me, that would be time with Jesus. A joyous meeting with God.
1: Getting my uh, mind and my heart set on things above and not on
4: the earth. Time alone with God is what I think of when I think of a, a quiet time.
1: I
5: I, I kind of don't prefer the use of the term quiet time because that implies, um, you know, quietness, which in some ways quiet is good. If you're by yourself, there's no distractions. That part about being quiet is good. But I, I like to think about a a meeting with God, or a devotional time, and just as a time when you can set aside other things and focus on growing a relationship with the
0: Lord. Great, thank you. Yeah, I think when I think of the word quiet time, uh, when I've met with people in the past, they say they have their quiet time, and to them it means just being quiet and not not having really any interaction um, with the Lord or with His Word. But uh, to me, a quiet time... When I hear that word, I think it means, um, you know, listening to God through his word and then praying back to him, that communication loop. So as, as we think about that, what does a quiet time or a devotional time or whatever you want to call it look like in your life in a practical sense? What time of day, um, maybe how long do you spend? What does it look like?
1: Well, as far as, as I think of a quiet time, it's really about a relationship. It's about my relationship with my heavenly Father, and it's through His Son Jesus, and it's by His Holy Spirit. So, when I wake up in the morning as a married man, if I didn't greet my wife and start the day on the relationship, uh, it would be it would be out of the ordinary. I, I just think of her. I include her throughout the day. I make uh, very few decisions without considering her. <clears throat> and that's the purpose for me of having a devotional quiet time. Time alone with God is to begin my conscious existence with my whole focus as much as I can upon my God. And hmm. to go through the whole day with that. So it is all about a relationship with my Lord. Naturally, I need to start right off the bat. It's quiet times first.
3: I find that I have to keep it interesting um, so that it doesn't become something that is such a habit that I do it for itself, you know, because the end goal is not to have a quiet time. The end goal is to have time with Jesus, as we've all pointed out. And I kind of concur with Ryan. Um, The notion of bracketing the quiet time as just time where I'm going to do this and then I'm done Like Elmo said, we want to do that the whole day long, all the day long. So how do we enter into a space where God is going to speak to us and, and, and we have time to be in the presence of the Lord where we can be in relationship and then take that with us? Because our real business here as disciples is to be with him moment by moment. So... It looks different for me. Sometimes that's walking. I can go out and walk, and I can pray, and I can listen. I can be quiet. I can do that in various locations. I don't want it to become such a system that the system becomes the end goal. I I want it to be a variety of things, a variety of books, a variety of different books within the scriptures. And keeping that variety for me helps me not see it as something as that I'm doing to gain merit with God, that I'm earning something, but that I'm actually developing a stronger relationship.
4: Yeah, uh, mine's kind of looked the the when I do it has kind of changed as my seasons of life have changed. Uh, but what I do is mostly the, the same. But kind of like Chris said, sometimes I'll mix it up uh, with the goal of relationship with the Lord. Sometimes I'll go on prayer walks, but most, most days I get up around six 30 in the morning. Cause I got to get up for my kids. Um, if I want to have focused time with the Lord and I go and I love to be outside if it's above 40 degrees. So I'll go sit on my porch or my deck, um, and love worshiping God. So I usually begin by just praising God, uh, for who he is and what he's done. And I spend some time in confession over my sin, um, and bringing that before him. And then, uh, lately I've been reading a devotional book with my quiet times called new morning mercies by Paul, David Tripp. That has been really good for me. So I'll usually read that a little bit. And then I spend some time in the scriptures and I've been going through the Bible in a kind of a three-year plan and read some of the old Testament and new Testament every day. Um, I love to respond in Thanksgiving and, and bring my requests to God uh, and responding to what I read. And so that's, that's most what I do every time.
5: My, uh, my wife and I, we recently took a trip and in part of that trip, we, uh, listen to an audio book and kind of the, the gist of the audiobook was this little boy who came to faith and he kind of did some honorary stuff but was growing you know growing through his his new faith <laughs> and uh he was into military stuff and this pastor that led him to faith kind of told him about his enemy and and obeying his commander and things and um that really got me thinking about Ephesians six and where it talks about you know taking up um, the word of God and and putting on our armor and I just want in the just so I've kind of thought about that about, a lot recently when it comes to quiet times is I want to obey my command. I want to be a soldier in the army of the Lord. and I want to obey my commanding officer and um, to do that. We need the instructions that he gives us to be able to do that um, through through reading the word uh, to through talking back to him in prayer and and responding in obedience and and helping build up the Army, passing it on to, to other people. Um, so it's just something that's kind of, you know, in my mind spiced up how I've been doing quiet times recently, just thinking about well, what what are the, the instructions I need to receive for the day to, to be a faithful soldier in the Army of the Lord. For me, if if, if I don't do it before everybody else wakes up, it's probably not going to happen. So my mine, mine happens early in the morning before everybody wakes up, before work. Um, that, that seems to work really well for, at least in my situation. And, you know, seen and met many different people who, um, you know, morning wasn't, there's nothing necessarily sacred about morning time. But I think whatever that looks like in a person's life, making it the first thing they do and making it a priority um, is, is, a, is an important thing, I think. And, and just practically, I kind of have just in my mind a breakout of like 15, 5 and 5. Um, it's just kind of my target of like 15 minutes reading five minutes writing and five minutes praying that's just kind of a breakout of just that that doesn't happen every day but that's just kind of a target of uh, of what i do just try to aim for is 15 minutes reading um, five minutes writing and then five minutes praying
0: good thank you art your thoughts on a practical basis about how to do a quiet time
2: well i'm I can be kind of a random thinker, so I I need some structure to get me started. Uh, I usually uh I'm up a bit before six o'clock in the like, morning you know thirty to forty-five minutes is kind of what uh I try and shoot for There's mornings that it's less than that. But I've i come across a little uh, daily devotional uh fellow from from uh, Industry that I work in shared this with me, and this is a really good tool. Uh, the word for you today is in a little quarterly booklet, and I I use that as a starter. When I sit down, I know I've got a place I'm going to go to immediately and work, and it has a scripture and, and devotional each day. It's one of the best five minute reads I've come across. And the other thing that's really been helpful is to share that with other people, and then it's given us uh, a basis point for conversation and just different things. People in my neighborhood, people at work, uh, different, just people of, uh, that have a, an interest. Uh, so that, I, I usually spend about five or 10 minutes starting there, and if usually there's some great cross-references come out of there, so it, it can lead to more time in the Word and just the practicality of it. Some days, that, as, as one guy I, I shared with said, it really speaks personally about five out of seven of really hip hop. So <laughs> for a general, just starter type thing, it's really been good. But then from there, it's, it's a matter of uh, spending time in the Word. I try to journal every morning, just a plain little notebook. Uh, Because it helps, uh, as Ron Bennett once said, uh, as it passes through your pen, it can clarify your thoughts. And so that's really been helpful for me, is to journal, uh, whether it's a key verse, key thought. Um, I try and find uh, a memory verse out of quiet time at least once a week. And uh, then probably... Uh, the time that I that I really need to focus on more right now is just to have uh, a concentrated prayer time uh, sometimes that that can be uh, slided in the deal and just the time the spent praying, but you say 30 to 45 minutes first thing oh,
0: great yeah thank you yeah I've' um... I've gone through various phases with my quiet time in terms of the consistency of it. Uh, years ago, I made a commitment to the Lord that I was going to do it every day. And I've I've done that for the most part. It's hard to, um, like uh, Chris was saying, it's hard to keep from becoming legalistic about it. But I think in my life, it's kind of early on, you have to develop a habit. And then at some point, it becomes... Uh, A true joy, which it has at this point. So every morning I get up, um, spend about probably 15 minutes reading the Word, and another uh, 10, 15 minutes praying back to the Lord. I try to journal or write some reflection down, uh, perhaps only once a week. What are some practical ways you found helpful as you develop your walk with God? Share them with us at radio at kansasnavs.org. What a privilege we have as believers to get to know the Lord in greater depth each and every day. We learn to know Him through trials as well as through good times. But to prepare for the trials, we need to have developed our walk with Him on a daily basis. We need to get to know the Lord, get His perspective on life, and get to know His desire for us. That is to be done primarily through daily intake of His Word and daily prayer and conversation with Him. Don't forget to check out the resources in the show notes, including a free daily devotional guide from the Navigators. Join me next time for part two of this four-part series as we hear about how to get started in a daily walk with Jesus. I know you won't want to miss this next episode of Making Disciples Naturally.